Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Back in the radio huddle, Steve Gell along with Bobby Bear and Charlie Long getting you the latest and greatest from day one of Saints training camp. We got plenty of sound to get to this hour, including from head coach Dennis Allen along with defensive end Cam Jordan, linebacker Pete Werner, uh, and, and much more. Bobby, I know you and Mike got a chance to talk to Werner. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that again, but... Uh, definitely a big season for him, obviously, with the uh, limited depth that linebacker where you're looking at and how uh, key he's been right. uh, b- being that guy outside uh, Demario Davis. Well, no, he, he's the perfect compliment. I mean, uh, right now, now you want to have the depth that you could count on. I think Kate Nellis, that, that's what he provided. That's why uh, when uh, Pete Werner got hurt, and then Kay Nellis had an opportunity, took advantage of the opportunity, parlayed that into a big payday uh, with the Falcons. But uh, when you look at DeMario Davis being, you know, 34 years of age, you know, look at him and Cam and all, you need to kind of like pass the torch. Uh, I think when you look at DeMario Davis right now, he is really, I said, is the heart and soul of the defense. He's still the man. Uh, but, you know, whether you say Batman or Robin or whatever, but uh, he's about as reliable as they come. But I think uh, Pete Warner, I think, has the instincts and the, uh, and the responsibility of the task at hand, like at Demario Davis, uh, to be able to step right in when that time does come. Because uh, you look at it, to me, he's been the perfect complement to Demario Davis. He's only gone in his third season. So uh, I, I think he was more upside, right? Right, and uh, he was a tackling machine. When he got hurt, you almost expected uh, double-digit tackles. I mean, he was going to have uh, like double-digit tackles. I want to say at the top of my head, uh, like three games in a row. And then if he wasn't at double-digit tackles, he was right on the cusp, uh, like eight, nine, somewhere around there. So hi- highly active. And so now. Again, you have to have uh, luck with injuries. And uh, you might say, luck, uh, what's going to happen? Uh, I was going to say this, but I, I, I could repeat it again <laughs> in, in the week. But to me, you know, I talked to you already about the turnovers. But when you look at the injuries, I just don't know how we could, we could be snake bit again like that. You know, knock on wood, whatever. Please, I'm, I'm knocking. <laughs> yeah, because when you look at, for instance, so you break down, and you can go on a track record in the history. And, you know, DA even talked about, okay, how are you going to practice? How maybe you could prevent injuries that occur? You don't do two-a-days no more, so you look <laughs> at the wear and tear. But in 2021, 
uh, it was just a ridiculous amount of injuries. You know, even going back before 20, so you look, I'm looking, I'm looking right after COVID. Right. In 2021, a ridiculous amount, a string of injuries and games missed because of a positive COVID-19 test. Do you know we set an NFL record? Now, you know, you know, I like records. Not this one, though. We No, <laughs> we set an NFL record. 58 different players started games for the Saints. 58. You know, and how many do you have? 11 stars on offense, 11 on defense? Well, we had 2021, 58 different starters uh, for the Saints in 2021 season. Last season, okay, uh, it will be a, another season that was hampered, to say the least, by injuries. Well, instead of uh, 58, we had 49 <laughs> last season. So 49 different players started a game for the Saints. So in 2021... NFL record, we had 58. Last year, we had 49. It's just not normal. And when you look at the sample size, for instance, two decades, if you go from 2000 to 2020, mm-hmm. the highest uh, watermark that they had was 46 different starters in 2015. So that was the close you could get to like 2021 with 58 and in 2022 with 49. In 2015, we had 46 different starters. And the average over the 21 season period, which is the two decades, like I said, from uh, 20 to 20, from 2000 to 2020, 20, um, the average over the 21 season period was a little bit less than 49, uh, I mean, uh, 40 starters uh, per, per season. Yeah. So it was like 38, 39 compared to like, 58 or 49. So I just don't think we can have that bad luck again. Because no, you, you know we're going to have Deuce next week. You know what Deuce is going to say. Deuce, so what do you think? We're going to ask Deuce. So Deuce, well, what do you think? Got to stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, what's the number one priority? <laughs> number one, see? Right. Who are you looking for? He goes, oh, Bob, we just got to stay healthy. If we stay healthy, we're going to be all right. So that's why I don't think we'll have that bad of luck like we had in uh, 2021 and uh, 2022, uh, post-COVID. It just, you know, odd on how it happens to some teams, you know, in, in these years. And the Saints have just been on the wrong end of that. Even Drew Brees' last year, obviously, he was banged up a ton. And I felt like the team was struggling as well. Even But they did make the playoffs, at least. And uh, I know you were always tooting the horn of Drew Brees, obviously. And what do you know, since he's been gone, two straight years of not making the playoffs. Yeah, and that's why you can't have a, a third year. Uh, no, because uh, it's not like, you know, you can even go in college and all that, uh, you know, the transfer portal and all comes about. It's not like, oh, well, I'm, I'm establishing my program. I'll get a handful of years. Handful of years, that's like eternity. No, it, it's what you're going to do next year. Uh, and then you might have maybe a leeway like a couple of seasons. But after that, that's why I say look at um, – I was talking with Nick Underhill about this earlier. I'm telling you, this year has to be the year. Because you have to look at, okay, look at our schedule. Uh, like, what division you play? You know, we always know we could play twice, NFC South. So you look at, we play in the AFC South. Okay, and then you look at the NFC North. Next year, <laughs> like, we play the AFC West. And when I look at this, okay, uh, what quarterbacks are we playing? Uh, Trevor Lawrence, October 19th? Now, these young guys might work out. 
But in 2024, uh, <laughs> look at the okay, Pat Mahomes. Uh, you playing Justin Herbert? No, I, I don't have it right here in front of me, but it's going to be unbelievable uh, because of division play, uh, more monumentally tougher than with this season. So that's why, uh, you know, when I say you can't afford not to make the playoffs, no, again, everything's lined up for them. No, they that, uh, that and, and Dennis Allen, I think, would accept this challenge. No, we should be in the postseason, or there's changes that have to be made. Now, your family might not want to hear that, but it's just the nature of the beast and the way the game's played. No, the Saints cannot underachieve this year. They don't have to overachieve. They just have to live up to expectations. Right now, even though they haven't made the playoffs in two seasons, the expectations are the same. Just from a national perspective, not being a homer, but still win double digits. You know, you might say, well, Vegas don't think that way, but... uh, I'm just telling you, if you look at when they talk shows like we're doing right now, yeah. that they think yeah, the Saints, uh, because of the stability, because uh, of Derek Carr, well, the Saints win the NFC South, uh, you know, you host a playoff game. But that's why, you know, I say 11 wins and all that. Uh, pie in the sky would be 13. But, yeah, the Saints aren't don't win double the 10 wins. Shame on the Saints. Come on. And, and it'd have to be some monumental, like, oh, everybody got hurt again. What? Come on, we can't have that much bad luck. Well, a guy that's never hurt, defensive end Cam Jordan. We'll hear from him when we get back from the break here on WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back on Sports Talk, wanted to get to the phone lines. Uh, Rod in Mandeville wanted to talk about injuries, which we were just on. Uh, Rod, what you got for us? Hey, guys, listen, I'm glad you took my call before you talked to Cam Jordan because he needs to share with the rest of the team (laughs) what he's doing to stay so healthy. Yeah. Now, listen, I know injuries. I know injuries happen, but I don't know if you guys have had a chance to watch this uh, Netflix series "Quarterback" that's on right now. Yeah, have a couple of the episodes I've that? seen. I got to finish it still. Yeah, me, me too. But one thing, and I know that these guys are quarterbacks, and they get paid more than the average player in the NFL, so they can probably afford this. But they really spend a lot of time and money on staying healthy, away from the game, away from the facility, when they're not "quote unquote" hurt. 
right. massage there, you know, massage therapy, chiropractors. So I just wonder how much of an onus did that these a lot of these players are are doing with that away from the facility. And Bobby, maybe you can. Yeah, talk. I mean, I know yeah. time machine, July since you played, but like, what kind of stuff did you do? Yeah, the, the, they they have a right. They have a chiropractor in the building. Uh, you get adjusted, like you get beat up, and then on Monday, um, and then we had a chiropractor, a couple of them. Let's say you like one better than the other. You had a, a sure. couple of them that were available seven days a week. <laughs> you know, and uh, masseuses, not uh, the Sean Watson type masseuses, but uh, a, a real massage. It, it's not a massage with a happy ending and all that kind of stuff, uh, but it was like a real. I'm sore, like my neck's killing me. You gotta, you know, I gotta get this right. So no, but it's even more now. It's even no. More. Now I know those Saints have that cryo chamber. Yeah, yeah, it's even more magnified. No, so uh, the, the players, the players today, how the team wants to take care of you, they have no excuse. They have no excuse. How you want to take care of your body now? Um, no, you know, to show you, like we would go at uh, Manos of Mattery. And like for lunch, we didn't have no cafeteria and how they would feed you. We'd go get like a, a, a oyster po' boy, a shrimp po' boy or something right across the street. <laughs> and I remember Gene Atkinson all coming in for the, all the DB room and uh, two ba- uh, bags full of McDonald's and, and stuff. So, no, then all of a sudden, even with Bum Phillips, I remember <clears throat> it was like every Thursday was like uh, we had free Popeye's fried chicken. I'm talking about uh, like – it's not, that's Kentucky, a bunch of buckets. But I'm talking about a lot of chicken <laughs> right. that we're all eating. Fried chicken. And then are we going to away games on the plane? Uh, they they make the rookies. Okay, uh, who's going to get the Popeyes for the plane? Right. No, now that they wait. They pay way more attention to what goes in your body. And they should because look at the money involved and all that. They should have back then, but th- that wasn't the case. But you always did have. Uh, the old school, like chiropractors, are like masseuses. That, that's something, uh, and, and and I had a masseuse come to my house, uh, you know, and at the facility, but also at, at home, and that just trying to get your body right. But you know, it's amazing how when you're younger, though, uh, Rod, uh, that you could heal. You can get beat up on on Sunday, and then it was amazing how you know you get adjusted with the chiropractor, you get treatment. And, you know, you go into the facility, then you get a massage. All of a sudden, you're ready to roll by Wednesday. And, you know, I think it was Phil Simms. Uh, you know, Chris Simms' dad, Phil Simms, the old New York Giant uh, quarterback, I think he did a study with Harvard. And if you started like 10 years or more, it was like the equivalent of being like in 150 major automobile wrecks. Not no fender bender. And so that's what your whiplash right now, I can tell you, I, I thought I had it beat. In the, your neck, I, your back. No, well, well, no, my back feels okay, but my neck. And I think getting hit, the whiplash, I mean, and, you know, I'm, I'm getting a city park therapy. I'm getting, you know, treatment, and I'm getting dry needling, and it's working on my neck. But it, it, it was like when I was in my 50s, I go, maybe I beat it. And all of a sudden, I'm going to be 63 in August. I go, man, it's like I wake up in the middle of the night. I, I feel like my left arm, I'm paralyzed, and, you know, my nerve, and it's kind of like I got arthritis bad in my neck right now, and, uh, you know, and, you know, all of a sudden, oh, I'll get a knee replacement, get a hip replacement. You can't get a neck replacement, uh, you know, and stuff. So that's the stuff you're dealing with from the pounding that you take. And, yeah. you know, now they don't even hit the quarterbacks as much. But, uh, no, right now uh, how the teams 
and the facilities and what they want to do. There's no excuse for the players not to even take care of their body more and what you put in and, and all that. And, you know, in the injury factor, like Dennis Allen, I think in that long interview we had with him, he even talked about maybe how they restructured uh, practice, that they looked at, okay, what could maybe – how you practice, how long you practice, what are you doing? Because no two-a-days anymore. Uh, you know, you, you don't want to leave it out in the practice field. You want to be available come the regular season in September. But h- how you structure practices and, and what are you doing, the conditioning and all that. Yeah. Because when they look – when the Saints look at it, and I just mentioned, what happened in 21 and 22 – that's ridiculous. That's a record you don't want. Like it just seems with record, the, fifty-eight different players started games for the Saints. See, it just seems with the less conditioning and the less access you have to, you know, like two a days and everything. Now that there's more of these injuries, I feel like. Well, uh, now, uh, people may be bigger, stronger, faster. I think there's something to that <laughs> now. True, true. Bigger, stronger, faster. But uh, I don't know. Uh, I think uh, I think Bo Jackson could play today. I, I think Bo Jackson was as fast as anyone today. And you look like a powerful, like a Herschel Walker or Earl Camel. I mean, Derrick Henry with the Titans. Was he more powerful than Earl Camel? I don't think so. And who had more jukes and, and jive and, uh, than Barry Sanders? But do we have a modern day Barry Sanders right now? Definitely not. Uh, no. So I, that's why I don't know. You could say, well, you know, the, 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 I think there's some truth to that. Overall, the players are bigger, stronger, faster now because how you train, you train year round, and they encourage you to come to the facility, and all that. So, but then they try and balance it. Well, you can't use your helmet as a weapon, and knock people out and all that. So I, I don't know, give and take, but. I don't know. I just think it's bad luck to tell you the truth with the Saints. Hopefully, that bad luck does not uh, come about. Uh, we got to get a witch doctor to practice. No, in that. no. Uh, be a good Catholic and say your rosary and, <laughs> or something, and you know, remove the curse or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, that, that, we, we, come on, that's one thing. Like Deuce is going to say next week, what's the number one priority for this season? Stay, how about how about our players stay healthy? At least he's not be, saying score touchdowns and just be available <laughs> and just be available. We'll be back after the break here on WWL with some Saints Sound Bank coming back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Now, before we get into some more Saints sound from training camp, I know the Cajun Cannon, yeah. one of our texts grabbed your attention. Yeah, uh, Steve, uh, because some fans want to know, uh, you know, you're dealing with the heat and you're trying to make an NFL team and, 
You know, you're in camps all around the country. This is from 92.73. Bobby, what kind of compensation do the camp bodies, you know, they're a long shot to make the team, kind of unsigned free agents uh, get during camp. And, you, and Steve has the information uh, right here. Yeah, veteran players with at least one season of credited service are eligible for per diem payments during training camp. Uh, these experienced players receive 3200 per week. Now, if you look at the rookies, uh, first-year players are compensated differently. During the uh, this season, the rookies will receive a weekly rate of $1,850, but that'll increase to 2000 next season. Yeah, so it's all collectively bargained right. and uh, what they pay, uh, the pay scale. Because uh, if you're a free agent, uh, come out of uh, college, and you're not a, priority, a prioritized free agent, uh, you're basically getting what, like two thousand a week, Steve. Right. Yeah, yeah. So th- that's what you get. So if you last a month, you might say, "Well, I was in the NFL camp and I got paid eight thousand, and you know, I was trying to fight and you can't make a living, and, uh, right?" But 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 you know, when you think about it, and they're still only going one of these, is it was a worse pay scale than that. Uh, back in the day, but it's all relative inflation and all that. But you have to do two a days, <laughs> and, 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 and you know you weren't getting even close to that. So yeah, speaking of two a days, well, we got one a days now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today's training camp sound bank brought to you by the Sound Banking at First American Bank, a banking tradition since 1910. Here is fan favorite, one of mine, one of yours, Cam Jordan. How do you have to say after practice? I can't always like to see Jimmy Graham back. <laughs> the gang is back. You know, when you see when you see that six foot eight post up tight end, you like that. Um, I think that's just more weapons for our offense. We already had a lot of weapons. Uh, you know, you talk about Fo- I think Foster had a good catch today. I think Juwan was out there moving how we want Juwan to move in terms of what our offense can do. You know, it's it's only going to get more and more dangerous. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying you know I like what I see, but of course, why wouldn't I like what I see? We'll see what happens when we put pads on. Cam, another training camp for you. God bless. Look at that. Look at God. Um, uh, This is year uh, Baker's Dozen, a.k.a. year BD. I can't say baby daddy, but I I have babies and I'm a daddy, so, like, it goes together, but it doesn't. But, you know, whatever. Um, I'm I'm blessed to have a a job and be gainfully employed. Uh, I'm even more blessed to be around teammates that are the same mindset and they want to to win. And from from jump, you can feel that energy. We drafted a a first-round D-tackle for the first time in six years. I'm excited to see him in pads. I've got no complaints my way. Oh, maybe one. What do you mean? There's no comparison. Uh, I spent five years with Marcus. I've now spent heading to year three with Peyton. Uh, That's, you know, that's, they're all like little brothers to me. So you, you don't say, which brother do you like more, do you? Sure, you had a favorite, but like you know, I've spent more time with Marcus, so Peyton's right there, and uh, his hunger to want to be great is is totally in in range of where he sees himself. Now he just got to go work for it. We're going to, you know, I think he's done a phenomenal job this offseason, transforming his body, being where he wants to be, and then you know, as long as we keep him on the right track, and that you know, the one game against what was it last year, the Rams, where he went off, that's what we need to make a standard. If we can do that, be 34 sacks a year, huh? How would an improved interior rush help you just do your job, get opportunities? I mean, uh, you know, you, you get consistent presence in, in that interior. You get a monster. You find a monster uh, between Shep or, you know, um, um, Breeze. I keep calling him Breeze because his darn D-line coach keeps calling him Breeze. Uh, Brzee. <laughs> um, 
I think I, I think that with that will be a formidable force to let me uh, do what I do on the edge. It might be it might be nice to have you know two monsters in the middle again. Let's see. See Ness and Schwartzen. Oh, okay. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I love them all. What stands out? I don't know yet. Can we put pads on? Don't ask these hard questions yet. They all look phenomenal without pads. <laughs> Shep looks the most explosive I've ever seen him in his life. You know, I think I, I think uh, Bink, Kalen uh, Kalen Saunders. I think he looks phenomenal without pads. I don't give me give me a week. You know, let me see him in pads. Let's see how we work off him. But even today, I had a natural with with, uh, with Bink. Um, we, we, again, we call him what, Colin Saunders, Colin Saunders. He introduced himself as Bink. He's been Bink since. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I worked a natural with him today, and he read it off rip, and you love to see that type of uh, mental processing. Like, I literally just threw one command, like one little verbal exchange with him, and we are, we were on the same page. I mean, I, I love to see it. So the more we have, the more reps we have, the better we'll be, and hopefully we'll have enough reps to, to be as confident as we can by preseason week one. If not, then we're going to work towards that same goal for week one of the season. How can you describe to build that communication? Referencing depends on the player. Yeah, it depends on the player. You know, if if so said one defensive tackle comes from Nigeria and doesn't like to listen to you on the edge for the first year, you know, by year three you guys are simpatico. You know, if you have a, if you have a D tackle that's from Canada and he keeps apologizing while rushing, you know, these are things that we have to get over. Um, I think we got a we got a phenomenal kid from Clemson, and you know, kids from the south, you know, you have to you talk have to talk a little bit louder, a little bit clearer. You know, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have to confirm it. Now, he may come back with something that you don't, you know, he's got a little occasion to him, and I'm not sure why, because he's from Delaware. Okay. But, you know, these are things that you have to deal with. When you're dealing with any people, you have to know who your people are. How would you describe your role with those young guys, with Foskey and Brzee, and, 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 and how comfortable are you with being that guy? It's been the same role I've had since year three, with that huge overturn when Will Smith left, with uh, when Jonathan Vilma left, when Jeff Charleston left, when, you know, all the, you know, Derek, uh, big, uh, big Rogers left, Sean, big, big Abreu, Broderick, all these guys left. So I've been in that same role for the last 10 years. It's one I only know. The young guys come in. I tell them, you know, what we do, how we do. I try and cultivate. They bring in new things. I learn from them. They learn from me. We keep it pushing. We try to be the best D-line we can be. Cam, what can you accomplish between now and when you put the pads on? To accomplish what we want to accomplish is to be physically sound, technically sound, and mentally prepared. And this part of camp, this three days ramping up into pads, is a mentally prepared part. We want to be as sound in our minds for, with our playbook as we are on the, on the stunts that we have to execute on the field. So when those meet and our physicality meets that, then when we put pads on, we should be rolling. And it's not going to be clean this first week or two, so don't come a week or two later like, oh, you guys look like crap. Things take time. You don't ever just grab putty and make, make a statue. We're going, we're going to take some time to mold. We're going to take some time to build them. That's what training camp is. When you do put the pads on, is that a significant benchmark for defensive line? Absolutely. That's the only benchmark. Nobody cares how good you look without pads. If they, if they cared about that, they'd go back to the 7-on-7 league. We're not here to look good without pads. We look, we're here to be the best we can be in pads. So right now, again, we're going through the mental process of, all right, this is the steps I need to take. This is how I need to extend my arms. This is where I need to have hand placement. This is where this play works here. I got a safety behind me in cover two. This is where I can press it. This is where I need to see the mental process, even with myself included. So that being said, I'm trying to be the best version I can be to set an example for the best people that my D-line wants to be, and then we'll go on from there. So when we put pads on, we're on the same accord. 
That was Saints all pro defensive end Cam Jordan. Uh, always insightful, entertaining. Well, uh, uh, we ain't worried about Cam Jordan. <laughs> right. Uh, is anybody not, you know, again, knock on wood and all where he's at, is anybody been more consistent? I, I think in, in Saints history, I'm talking about the Ricky Jackson. You know, remember when uh, he got in the wreck and he broke like his eye socket and, and then all of a sudden Ooh. he had to wear a shield. And um, they said, oh, he'll, he'll miss like you know, a month, a month and a half. He missed like one game, then he came back. Uh, you can count on one hand in Saints history who's on the level answering the bell like a Ricky Jackson, Cam Jordan. Yeah. I mean, who's always available. Like, for instance, look, he's a great player. Look, and the Dolphins are paying him like that, Teron Armstead. But he ain't no Ricky Jackson or Cam Jordan. No. I mean, like you said, Teron, hell when he's well. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and really well and really dominant. And listen, I, I would hope Trevor Penning can be half, half of Teron Armstead as a player. You know, his, to be able to block like him. Because I, I still think I'm interested to see – what Trevor Penny is going to do pass blocking because we are in a passing league. <laughs> I think he, he's a dominant run blocker. He has that mentality. He wants to maul you. But I, I still want to see, Steve, that, that, you know that homework assignment I'm always going to give you. Uh, okay, uh, Steve, I'm watching this one-on-one. Receives it all. Uh, you and Mike, they tell you, you know, go and watch the linemen. No, I love watching the yeah, one-on-ones yeah, there. To see who's winning and who's losing. Because you might say sometimes – Those trench battles. Sometimes it's not – fair when guards and centers sometimes, oh boy, they're getting whooped. Because a lot of times all the trash, they can help out one another. But the guys on the edge, that, that's kind of realistic. Like, who's winning? Is the offensive tackle winning or the edge rusher winning? You know, Cam Jordan, Peyton Turner. Like, I, I hope I hope right now good for the defense, but I would say bad for the offense, that to help maybe his confidence, it can go either way. I should say I don't hope this happens because I want it to be kind of 50-50. I want Peyton Turner to kick Trevor Pennings behind. And then you want Trevor Penning every now and then to be able to block Peyton Turner. You know what I'm saying? Right. You want the even, <laughs> an ebb and flow there. Yeah, so they take 10 reps. I don't know because uh, um, Peyton maybe he's more of a veteran than Trevor Penning. He won six times. Trevor won four. You don't want to be like, oh, Trevor Pitting got uh, run over. He, he, he never blocked Peyton Turner. <laughs> or, 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 or you don't want it like uh, Trevor Pitting just stoned Peyton Turner. He couldn't even get past him. Well, that's the guy we're counting on to be opposite of Cam Jordan at defensive end. Right. So, no, so there's a balance. So, Steve, that's what you're going to be looking at next week. I can't wait okay, for Monday yeah, when the okay, pads yeah, come yeah, off. Yeah. Losing. It's not like it's not like you're taking up for nobody. You're just observing. You're like a scout, Steve. You're just like, okay, who's winning, who's losing? Coming back with one last segment here on WWL after the break. Got more training camp soundbag brought to you by the Sound Banking at First American Bank, a banking tradition since 1910. Here is the Swiss Army Knife, Taysom Hill, after today's practice. What do you know about Jimmy Graham? What are your impressions of him? Um, man, I know Jimmy's a, a great player. Um, I feel like through the years and my time here, 
we would often bring up Jimmy of how he would run his routes. And so, you know, conversations with Drew, it's like, oh, Jimmy used to do this, or on this route he would do this. And so his name was always coming up, and we'd pull up old film and watch his stuff. So, um, and obviously played him a couple of times when he was up in Chicago and, and whatnot. So I've been following his career. I've seen what he's done. Um, and now to have the opportunity to play with him, is super positive you know there's a guy that's just had a ton of experience um there's just so much wisdom that comes from experience and reps and and he checks all those boxes and he's been great to work with last couple of days it's been really fun to have have him around and ask him questions and, and have him in the room Pete Carmichael talked at minicamp a lot about getting you more involved in the passing game. It sort of started today, didn't it? Is, is that something you expect a lot more of this training camp than maybe you've had before? Uh, you know, I it, it, it's hard to, like, go into with all these expectations, right? But, um, yeah, I've had conversations with Pete and others about, hey, this is where we felt like maybe you were underutilized last year. Um, and so... As you mentioned, you know, day one, I felt like I was getting reps that I hadn't gotten uh, before and having different opportunities, and, and that was that was a lot of fun. So, yes, I hope to get more of those opportunities. Obviously, i got to do, do the right things and uh, take advantage of them. But, um, yeah, I, I hope that I keep getting those. Are you to the point where you enjoy sort of the reinvention of your role every year? You know what I mean? Like, like, do you enjoy that? It's. Would you rather just have something you can lock on, or do you enjoy I mean, the? Point? Like I, my personality is very much like I. I would love to have structure, right? So like that's that's a little causes me a little anxiety when I when I don't fully know what's going on. Um, and I went and talked to Pete yesterday. Like, hey, what's you know, what are we thinking in this camp? Like, because because truthfully, this is this is one of the harder times for us in what I'm doing. Because once we get to the season, we become so game plan specific that there's no questions. Uh, but right now, we're just kind of I don't know. We'll experiment. And um, but to answer your question, it is it is fun for me. It is exciting. It is a challenge for me because I don't fully know what what I'm doing you know this is year seven and I'm being put in situations that I've never been put in you know so it is challenging to me you know mentally physically all that stuff and um, that that's also you know part of like this process that that is really stimulating for me you know having having been here for a few years I'm still being in situations for the first time, and, and that is fun. You know, obviously, the depth chart's going to say what it says. Do you consider yourself a tight end, like from a mental place? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think of myself as a tight end. You know, as you know, I, I don't think I had a single rep last year as an inline tight end. You know, so when I think of a tight end, that's kind of what hits my head. Um, I don't know how I would label myself. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Um, obviously, my background is, is being quarterback, so when I think about you know what I've done throughout my career, I, I think of I think of that. Um, as far as what I'm doing this year, <laughs> I don't know. You know, I don't know. You did mention you know you've been working on stuff. You work on stuff every offseason. What are some of the things you've targeted this offseason to kind of? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of what we talked about. Um, you know, route running. Um, and I, th I think the the other thing is like film study 
is being able to make those decisions quickly, right? It's one thing to get a ball and take a drop and have an expectation of what somebody's going to, to do, what breaks they're, they're going to make based on the coverage. But now, you know, I'm hoping to get more opportunities to run some of those routes. And so that was new for me. Um, and that was an emphasis this year uh, as far as my training goes. But I try not to get too specific with my off-season training and make sure that I feel strong and make sure I'm in shape and I can run fast because, you know, the scope of, of what I'm doing, it's hard to just become so specialized on one thing, um, you know, so I try to make sure that I'm well-rounded. A lot of good stuff on day one of the training camp Sound Bank, brought to you by the Sound Banking at First American Bank, a banking tradition since 1910. Well, uh, I think when I hear Taysom Hill uh talk i don't know he said i still he said he views himself as a quarterback they might have him i don't know and the program he's a tight end could you put like a football player i mean you could say fb uh utility that's it i guess utility put a u right utility how about uh or maybe uh a for athlete all i know is that Taysom hill no team has quite a weapon like Taysom hill i mean uh and I think, uh, I don't know what's going to happen with Kamara and when he's available. Uh, listen, now we're not trying to save Taysom Hill. You know how you kind of run uh, running back to the ground? I'm telling you, we need to like use Taysom Hill often. We need to use him maybe more than he would like. We're rewarding him financially, so uh, just use him. We'll be back with more training camp sound tomorrow here on WWL. Take it away, Cannon. All right, bonne nuit, les gens. Good night, people. Who that? Go Saints. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 